0: And now, here are your hosts, Katie, Beth, and Stan.
1: Welcome to the Legacy Leaders Podcast. I'm your guest host, Crystal Southella Johnson. Today, my guest is realtor expert, Hala Alhamida. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. Hey, perfect. Alhala, thank you so much for joining me. To give a little background, Hala and my oldest daughter grew up together. I believe y'all met in elementary school, right? In middle school. Middle school. Mm-hmm. But I know throughout these years, y'all were, have been able to grow this incredible friendship that I definitely admire that friendship. So I'm very excited to have you on today as my first podcast guest. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. So I think the first time that we talked about this was back in May at my granddaughter's birthday party. And you're finally here. Sorry oh. about the delay. <laughs> it's been a little bit on my plate, but I'm no, like, No, that's okay. I am happy to be here. This is perfect timing, so it works out. Good. So I'm glad we're finally able to make it and hap- make it happen in just in time because I know you're about to go on another adventure soon, right?
0: Yes, I am. I'm going to Colombia for my friend's 30th birthday.
1: Oh, wow, well, that's exciting. Have you ever been to Colombia? Yeah. No, no, I haven't. And did you weren't you recently on another trip? Yeah, so I just came back from Canada
0: a few weeks ago. I went to Canada for a wedding. Um, and then after the wedding, I went to go visit my cousin who lives in Toronto. So I was in Canada for 10 days and then now I'm going to be in Columbia for 10 days. So <laughs> a lot of trouble. Wow. Right. So do you have any travel tips for the audience? I do. I think just doing your research before you go anywhere. I think that's the most important thing is just planning out in advance where you're going to go. Um, for me, Canada was a really last minute decision. I didn't think I was going to go to my friend's wedding. And then, you know, what my brother actually talked me into it, like maybe a week before the wedding. So it was super last minute and it felt really chaotic trying to like take the time off and pack and then figure out what I'm going to do while I'm there and how long the trip was going to be. Columbia, I had a lot more time to plan because it was for my friend's birthday. So it's something we've been talking about. So that would be my number one thing is plan it and then also just doing your research. So right now, TikTok is super popular. Most of the things on our itinerary for Columbia is things that we found on TikTok um, just by searching like the name of where we're going and seeing what other people are doing, what they recommend and what they don't recommend. It's a lot easier that way than just going through Google because you're actually seeing the people like you're seeing the pictures and the videos of like what they're experiencing over there.
1: Oh, wow. Well, I look forward to seeing all those beautiful pictures. Those Canada pictures were amazing. That's so exciting. Yeah, I'm so excited. It'll be so great. Well, I hope you have safe travels, and I'll look forward to those pictures. So, thank you. Picking my first professional to interview took me a while, because as a woman attorney and a law firm owner, it's been always important to me to show the girls in my life, including my two daughters and my grandbaby, my sweet little angel, Ivy Ray the importance of being a strong, independent career woman. So in honor of that, I wanted to spotlight a strong, independent career woman as my first guest. That's why I specifically asked you to be my first guest after seeing all the amazing social media content that you've been posting and all the incredible things that you've been doing in real estate. I'm still in awe knowing that that little girl I knew not so long ago has grown into such a strong, independent career woman. So first up, I want to say how proud I am of you my daughter and your entire tight knit little group, because all of you have grown into some awesome adult. Thank you so much. That really means so much to me.
0: I mean, even when you asked me to do it, I know first we talked about it at Ivy's birthday, but I was like, this is such an honor. It's so full circle, you know, because it's like, I think of when I used to go to Alicia's, I think I went to her house, uh, to y'all's house, maybe the most out of all of my friends. I was there every weekend because we lived so close. And so it's just, very full circle to like be here and just, you know, be so grown up and everything. And definitely even just seeing like Ivy, I'm like, wow, we really have come a long way since like we were two little 12 year olds. So it's, I'm happy to be here. I'm very honored. I'm very excited. And um, I think it'll be good.
1: Yes. And also I want to let the audience know. So we're going to be doing some presentations, live presentations, maybe some webinars. Yeah, that way we can both, yeah. I can teach the estate plan inside. And Halla's gonna tell you all about the real estate and tips. So yeah, so I'm excited. When you get back, we'll have to hit the ball running those presentations. So let's talk real estate. So tell me a little about a little bit about the type of real estate that you sell. So I do residential real estate. That's what I specialize in. Um, and
0: then as of this year and a little bit of last year, I started doing apartment locating. I try to just follow the trends of real estate. So when the interest rates started to raise, started to go up a little bit. A lot of my clients weren't able to purchase homes anymore just with the demographic that I work with and a lot of them needed apartments. So I kind of shifted my focus a little bit to be able to offer them that. And so um, I joined a bigger team that was able to offer that service and teach me how to do that instead of just residential real estate. But those are pretty much the, the two big things that I do, finding apartments. And then with residential real estate, I help people buy, sell or invest. And then I have contacts who can help you like rent out your homes. I can't do that personally, but um, I definitely can refer my clients to people who can help with that.
1: Now, what areas do you cover? We cover all of
0: San Antonio and surrounding areas. So all those small towns on the outskirts of San Antonio, like going all the way up to uh, pretty much New Braunfels is where we cover. And then all those outskirts, cities on the outskirts like Southside as well.
1: And why'd you choose real estate as your career? I
0: actually love sharing my real estate story because I feel like it's really unique. But when I was in college, I actually worked at a daycare. Um, and one of the families that I worked for there had asked me to babysit for them. And along the way, I just I needed more money. I had quit working at the daycare and I was babysitting full-time so I could focus on school. So I went to them asking them if they would give me more hours for babysitting. And they were like, well, you know, we don't really need a babysitter for that long, but we do own a real estate brokerage and, you know, we need a, a secretary there. So if you want to do it, we had made an agreement to just, I believe it was like two months. Like I had started in January and I was only going to work until spring break. And then I was going to be done. Like I was just going to have my extra money. I was going to go and travel and that was it. But when it came to- towards my spring break, I just loved it so much being in the office with them and hearing them talk on the phone and seeing the way that they were with their clients. I wanted to do that. I was so happy to be there at work. I loved what I was doing and learning. And there's so much to learn in real estate. So, you know, once it came time for us to part ways, I was like, how would you guys feel about me staying? And they were like, we were hoping you would ask. We think you're a really good fit for this company. So I started off with them as a secretary. And then they just kind of started giving me more and more tasks. And I ended up being almost like an office manager because I was the only employee that they had. And once they taught me everything, they started having me be their transaction coordinator. So that's who does the back end side of the real estate. So all the documents and everything. And I loved that as well. And then they were like, we don't have anything else we can give you. So at this point, you just need to get your license. So uh, that's how I got licensed. That was a little over four years. Okay. So would you say anybody else influenced you besides them? Honestly, no, it was all them. I worked with them unlicensed for almost two years, and then they pushed me to get my license and it was the best thing
1: I did. So what do you enjoy most about the business? What I enjoy
0: most is honestly the whole process of helping someone buy a house. I do like to help people sell houses, but what I enjoy most is when I get a first time home buyer and at that point, it's more than just buying a house. It's almost like making a dream come true. You have people who, you know, they come and they've been trying to purchase a house for so many years and they just haven't been able to. And now they're finally able to and they want you to guide them. It's the most rewarding and like heartwarming feeling ever. So I, that's what I enjoy the most. Good. And what don't you like? You know, I think for me, I like to be in control of a lot of things. And you can, you don't really get that in real estate. Like when the uh, the ups and downs of real estate with like the mortgage buyer's market versus seller's market and interest rates and all those things are really out of my control. And then it makes it kind of hard for me and it affects my business. So I don't
1: like the ups and downs of real estate. So as an estate planning attorney, I always, always like to ask this question. Have you ever seen any situations where a family went through difficult times due to their lack of estate planning? So I haven't had that
0: happen to me personally. I have heard horror stories of deals falling through because of that. I think the closest experience I have to that is when my clients wanted to sell their house a year or two ago, we found out that the previous owners before them, there was an issue there with their estate planning. And so technically, the person who sold it to them was never on the will. But because it had been so long ago, they sold the property like in 1980. And we were able to connect with the lawyer from there. And it was just, I had no part of it. So I just let them handle everything and we were still able to close. It did delay our closing by almost two months. Uh, so that was not fun, but I
1: haven't had anything more than that. And who would be your ideal client for a referral to work with? For me, an ideal client is a first-time homebuyer. I will work with
0: anything, with anyone, <laughs> anything. I would work with anyone that wants to look for an apartment, buy a house, sell a house, invest in houses. But what's most fun for me is going to be a first-time homebuyer. I just love the process of you know, someone really just giving me all their trust. This is the biggest transaction that they're going to make and, and I get to help them through it. So
1: that would be my number one. Do you think the real estate associations do enough training or education on subjects related to estate planning? Honestly, not so much. We don't really cover it. So we do have classes like that for continued
0: education, but it's something that you take if you want. So it's not a mandatory class. I have taken it a few times over the years, but definitely not as much as I should. On my team that I'm on now, they do require you to do a certain amount of continuing education, and then to keep your license active, you also have to keep up with that. But for you know estate planning specifically, it's not a required course. So I wish there was a little bit more training on that.
1: So what has been your greatest experience when completing business with someone?
0: I think the greatest experience for me, I know I feel like I sound like a broken record, but it really is just that first, like watching someone's dreams come true. That's always for me, like it never fails when I help someone purchase a house, and they just it's everything that they want and then we get to the closing table and seeing them just sign off on that last paper and knowing that this is this is it for them like they now have keys to their house you know whether it's the last paper they signed or just giving them their keys the end of the process of helping someone purchase a house for the first time is always going to be my favorite thing about this business
1: and what's been your worst experience when completing business with someone i haven't had too many bad experiences thankfully um with the whole issue last year
0: um, or the year before was my client not being able to sell their house. That was more scary than it was bad just because I had no idea what was going on and what was going to happen. But aside from that, the only bad experiences I have is if like me and the listing agent or the seller's agent on the other side don't see eye to eye, um, that's pretty much it. So I feel like I've been pretty lucky. I don't have too many horror stories.
1: What marketing sources do you use to provide awareness that the properties you're marketing? So right now, being in the year that we're in, we are using every possible platform that
0: we can. So TikTok has been really big. So we have been finding ways to incorporate incorporate our videos on there. Instagram, of course, is probably our number one source for business. And that's on both the apartment side and the real estate side. Facebook is still a pretty big one, but honestly, it's going to come down to Instagram as number one. And then just Google, making sure that our websites and everything we use have uh, highly rated, I believe it's SEOs are what they're called. So we have marketing teams to take care of all of that stuff for us. So do you have any tips for social media? Yes. Be consistent. I struggle with this one so much. I'll be doing so good and I'll be posting like every day for weeks and then I'll go on vacation like I did last month and my whole everything will fall apart, but if you can stay consistent, that's what's going to get you the most business on social media and then just planning it out. So a lot of what I post is, you know, like I take it the day of and I post, but it's good to have something that pre-planned. So if I don't go out and chill property today, I still have something on the back burner that I can just post at the end of the day if I didn't get any new content. And um, so definitely staying consistent and then having that plan in the background in case you need it. There are so many classes that they offer in real estate where you get to see like the different market trends and social media just is changing so much every single day. So it's hard to give tips like for specific platforms, but the number one thing that can go across any platform, anytime, any day is just being consistent. Now, what are three reasons why someone should hire you? That's a good question. Um, so, three things. I think number one is going to be just the knowledge. You know, I've been licensed for over four years now, but I've been in the industry for close to six years. Before I got licensed, I made sure that I knew everything I possibly could about this market before I went and got my license. I'm very thorough with my research, taking the classes I need to take, and just making sure that every week, every month, like I am doing what everything I can to be sharp in my industry. There's a lot of competition out there. So you wanna make sure you know what you're talking about so that way when someone does come to you, they don't need to go anywhere else. Number two, I think would be our marketing. So now the team that I'm on, I have my own videographer. We really push social media. And um, This is really big for people who wanna sell their house, but also when you're wanting to purchase a house or find an apartment, all the different platforms and connections we have can help us find you, find you deals that are off market. That aren't being advertised anywhere else so our marketing really really comes in handy for that number three i think for me it's just i take everything really personally which people may not think is a good thing but in this industry it's never been transactional for me every client that i've ever worked with it has been a personal deal i care for everyone like they're my friends or family and i think that's really important to have especially with the ups and downs of the market Sometimes. Realtors get really aggressive or they get really desperate and they just want to make a sale. For me, that's never the case. Like, if, you know, if I start helping you and then we find out that maybe now is not the best time to buy, that's okay. I'll help you rent. You can't rent right now either. That's also okay. I'll just give you your space until you're ready. I'll never push you to make a sale if you're not comfortable. I'll never, never put you in a place where you feel like you're not making the right decision. Yeah, that sounds like
1: you. Besides all that great stuff you just shared, what is the one thing that people need to know about you? One thing people need to know about me, I will bend over backwards
0: for any client that I have. Sometimes I feel like I'm doing too much, but at the end of the day, it's always worth it to me. So whether that means like you need to be calling me at 11 p.m. to ask me about your deal, or I need to be working like overtime on the weekend, showing you as many properties as humanly possible. I'm going to do all that just because I know at the end of the day, like that this is why I'm here. This is why I do what I do. I've always been the type of
1: person who likes to help. And so that's what I'm going to do. Now, the phrase trusted advisor, it's used often, something professionals aspire to be. What does term trusted advisor mean to you in terms of a trusted real estate advisor?
0: To me, I see it in the sense of when people come to me and they're like, I have no idea what to do, but I want to buy a house what can you tell me? And then I'm like, okay, now it's my responsibility. They are trusting me with quite possibly the biggest financial transaction of their entire life. So that's what it means to me, just holding a, being ethical and knowledgeable and helping them get to whatever their real estate goal is, whether that is purchasing their first house, second house, investing in a property, um, but just making sure that I do all of that with honesty, integrity, being ethical, and just doing, taking care of my clients the entire time. And why should people choose to get a realtor? Because a lot of people try to go and get houses without having a realtor, and then there's no one looking out for them. When you are purchasing a house, using a purchasing a house or looking for an apartment, our services are 100% free. So at that point, I just say, why not? You know, when you have a realtor who is looking out for you, you're going to make sure you're getting the best deal out there and that there's no funny business in the contracts. A lot of people just sign and they don't read exactly what's on there. And then they come and they're like, well, I didn't know this was going to happen or I didn't know they were going to keep my money. I can't help you because you're unrepresented and you didn't check the contract twice. When it comes to selling your property and you actually have to pay a realtor, It's good to use one because they're going to make sure that you are being marketed on every platform. They're going to do all the dirty work for you. All you have to do is give them the address. They'll make sure everything else is taken care of. But really, at the end of the day, a realtor just protects you. Like I said earlier, this is a really big investment. And if you don't know what you're doing, you could really essentially screw yourself over both financially and just in general with needing a place to live. What are your best referral sources? Honestly, anyone and everyone. I feel like when people get more experienced, sometimes they start to look for specific referral partners or specific types of clients. For me, I'm always happy to help anyone and everyone. So for me, I just, anyone who's willing to refer to me is a good referral source for me.
1: Now, is there anything that you'd like to add that for the audience that we haven't covered? No, I feel like we covered everything. So where can we find you on social media? I'm most active on Instagram. So my
0: Instagram is Homes with Hala. I do also have TikTok and Facebook in
1: the work, but Instagram is going to be my number one. And what is the best way to contact you? Is it through Instagram?
0: Honestly, it's going to be through my email. I feel like that's what I check the most. Instagram is a good one too, but sometimes notifications get lost in there if I have too many people liking and messaging and commenting at the same time. It gets a little hard, but for me, I know when something hits my email, it's business and it needs to be looked at immediately. Uh, so I think email or calling me. I'm like a very much on the phone type of girl. So if you call me, I'm going to answer. You
1: want to share your email and your phone number? Yes. So my email is going to be my first name,
0: which is Hala H-A-L-A-H, at KW.com. Super easy. And then my number is 210-685-9030. Great.
1: Right. Well, thank you for listening to everybody. I'm always in the search for the next great guest. So if you're a realtor, financial advisor, insurance agent, or CPA, or if you spend your spare time volunteering in your community for a special cause close to your heart, get in contact with me through the link listed below so we can highlight you on the next episode. This has been the Legacy Leaders Podcast with your guest host, Crystal Satsala-Johnson. My guest today was Hala Alhamida. For more information on Hala and the work she does, visit her Instagram at homeswithhala. We'll also link it in the show notes for you, along with her contact, email, and phone number. Hala, thank you again for joining me. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. Thank you.
0: You've been listening to the Legacy Leaders Podcast with Katie Beth Hand and Stan Miller. For more information on them and the show, please visit pinnaclelegacylaw.com. If you like what you've learned today, do share the program with your friends and subscribe wherever podcasts are found.